0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the football fig nuts podcast. This is episode number 140 overall season three episode 40. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And if you are watching this live on Facebook live, welcome. We are doing it live, which Craig (laughs) said three seconds before we went on air. It's an old joke that he loves to pull. And he said, I'm like, don't make me laugh as I'm getting ready to do the damn intro. (laughs) Just don't. We're trying something new. Um, we don't know how often we'll be able to do this. If it's popular, probably when we get closer to like draft season, it might be a little bit more popular
1: people. Whatever that is.
0: So, um, I do have a chat window open on my screen. So, uh, if you have questions or you would like to make a comment, please feel free to do so. But first we may be on multiple mediums, but we're still starting where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? The first beer
1: I have is Forest City Lager. Oop, there's a camera. Where where is that from? Uh Brewing Company. Where are they? That's on. They familiar. are in Port- Portland, Maine. I think I drove by them on my
0: way to that that I did. Oh my god. I think I did. I you think did? That was one of the I think that's one of the beers the places near um Allagash. I could be wrong.
1: It could be. I don't know where anything is in Maine.
0: Maybe that's maybe that's why I know it, because we did so much research on the different things in Maine that uh, I, I, I just don't know. Oh, look at him. He's even using the glass. Look at this fanciness. Wow, this is really light. Is it? a
1: bad thing. Oh, yeah, I can see right through it. Okay.
0: Wow. All right, well, let's give it a try. Let's see how it goes. All right. This is different. You're, you're actually going to be able to see us try these things live, which is kind of
1: weird. It's ultra light. This is definitely a summer drinking beer. Deb mm. would like this beer. Really? Deb, yes. It's a lager, which, by the
0: way, hi, Deb. Let's get that out of the hi way Deb. right now. For those if of you who there. are watching us on the live stream, I'm going to shrink Craig for a minute just so you can see over. over my shoulder. I made a little sign today that says, hi, Deb, <laughs> which I only had a few minutes to make, so it's very poorly done. And Christy's just checked in. Hi, Christy. Thanks for joining us. Um, Okay, so uh, I am also drinking tonight, and I have a special treat in my magic bag over here, which I'm going to zip up because it's that cooler (laughs) bag that I love to keep beers nice and cold. It is a good bag. It is a fantastic bag, but it doesn't make a whole lot of difference if you leave it open.
1: No. So
0: I have – let's see if I can get this on camera. I have – everything's reversed. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I'm like, this is my right hand. No, it's not. It's my left hand and I'm moving it the wrong way. Oh, never mind. This is Henry's farm barrel aged, uh um, doppelback lager. Uh, it's aged in rye whiskey barrels. This is a rare release that two roads does not every year, but most years. Hey, there's Deb. Deb is on there. Hi, Hi Deb. Deb. Um, and it's very, it's, I've not had one yet this year. I, I did it some curbside pickup with two roads about two weeks ago. And frankly, I've been saving this guy for a special occasion. Well, our first Facebook Live is a special occasion as it gets. Hope the mic picked that up. Push. There it is. <laughs> so so I haven't had one of these that, yet this year. I've had it in the past. So bear with me. Now, those of you who are joining us on the live feed, I kind of
1: have a tendency to make faces <laughs> when I try. It does. It, everyone misses the enjoyment I get out of him trying beers in person. Yeah,
0: particularly <laughs> if you give me a sour, from what I understand, the reaction is, is kind of epic. So bear with me while I try. It. So here we go.
1: All right, there he goes. He's sipping the can. I almost drooled. And he's thinking. And he's really thinking. Well, oh, there it is.
0: Wow, the the rye barrel. Is it rye whiskey barrels? Rye whiskey barrels kicks in way at the end. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can taste straight whiskey now. Nice. It's, I'm getting that aftertaste like I just did a shot of whiskey.
1: Wow. So now you're going to drink like four of them.
0: I've only got four of them. <laughs> And my, wife, my wife is monitoring the stream and she just put in there. I love Henry's farm. That is her way of saying um, that she expects cans to be in there. And yes, Deb, <laughs> I do make really he good does. young faces, which so, I get to you know. see every week when he's here every week, every week. unless <laughs> I, well, I'm coming to you live from the Frank Gore Memorial studio and Craig is over in the Blake Bortles Memorial studio. Um, so yeah, when I'm over in the Blake Bortles studio, Craig gets to see this live. So, um, all right, let's let's uh, let's do some burning hot takes. Would you like to give or receive this week? Um, receive. Okay. So, all right, let's see. Let's start with the Monday draft, Monday mock draft that CBS likes to do. I've got it up that on my screens. Words. Yeah, but it says Monday draft, Monday 4.0. So they put out – everybody puts out mock drafts like crazy this time of year. <sighs> Here's my question for you. This This edition of the okay. mock draft – And I I didn't tell Craig about this, but I did tease him that he was going to be upset. So I'm bracing him for this. In this version of the mock draft,
1: Uh, CBS
0: anticipates that the Bengals will trade down with the Miami Dolphins to allow the Dolphins to take Joe Burrow at one. If they trade down, they would pick fifth. And their anticipated pick would be an offensive tackle from Alabama, Jedrick Wills Jr. My question for you is, are you going to punch a wall
1: if they don't take Joe Burrow at one? Okay, with that deal, no, because they would be getting like five draft picks. Here's my five. But they still need to take a quarterback. I can't see them taking offensive lineman with their first pick this year because offensive line is, has so much depth. Coming out of college this year, they definitely need a quarterback. My, I would just assume they would take uh, Herbert, and maybe I'm, Tua. but Tua has there. a big question marks now that he's injured.
0: Which I think was the Dolphins' plan, honestly. Where they're gonna take Tua, but Cinch has just logged in. So hi Cinch. Oh,
1: Cinch has breaking news for us. My chat has frozen. Would you like me to read it or do you see it?
0: No, I don't. Um, it says new messages below, but then I try to scroll down it it's oh.
1: telling me to go to hell. Uh Cinch has informed us no football events in LA, New York, or New Orleans and any other major cities until twenty twenty one. Wow.
0: That's not exactly shocking. Um they're, they're so they they're about... like,
1: talking do they all like play in Miami and Arizona like throughout Possibly. the week?
0: Either that or they shorten the season. I, I don't know. Know, that's gonna be How short team. can they go, though? That's a good question. Um, well, the problem is this, moving the Super Bowl is not an easy thing because so much goes into building <clears> it up <throat> and the host city. Right. You could shorten the playoffs to two weeks.
1: And then I mean, just you shorten, the season, you shorten the season to 10 games.
0: I think you could go as low as 10. I wouldn't go lower than 10. I don't think you can go lower than 10. So... <clears throat> All right. Um, no sporting events. So, okay. So since just clarified, thank you, Cinch. All right. So yeah, I, I, I agree. They have to draft a, 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 a quarterback somewhere in this draft. They have to, right. if they're trading down, then there's gotta be somebody else in that first round that they, that they want, that they think they're going to be able to get. Cause I I'm know they were
1: to... talking to Herbert a lot, Hubert. Right. So if they do that and they do smart things with their other picks, I won't be totally upset. So in this mock draft, they have
0: Cincinnati also getting the 18th pick from the Dolphins as part of the deal. And there they take Jordan Love. So if they got Jordan Love and an offensive line, offensive tackle out of it, you'd be okay with them trading down?
1: Mm, I would be okay with it. It's really because of the, the amount of picks they would get for the first pick. Right.
0: You'd have to see the deal.
1: Because the Dolphins would get – allegedly the Dolphins are gonna, would give up their first four picks and, like, mm-hmm. a pick next year. So that's hard, you, to say, that's hard to say no to.
0: I got to tell you, before we move on to your question, I feel like in this whole little box thing on a video, I feel like one of the characters if you're playing StarCraft. <laughs> like, when you're playing StarCraft, and you're like, ready <laughs> okay, and quarter. loaded,
1: and then if you don't do anything <laughs> with them, they start looking around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, you're exactly right. All right, let's move it.
0: And it, uh, it since, if you've never since played from, StarCraft, you have no a, idea. A
1: beer. Hey it's correct pronunciation.
0: Like Bobby Bear. Okay. Yes. That's good info. Give me a question. <laughs> Give me something while I'm si- sipping my beer. Um Jeez, so glad another, I thought I brought
1: one of these. Another rumor about trading Eight, picks. 8%. Oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, allegedly, the Browns are thinking about trading Odell Beckham Jr. to the Vikings for a second and fifth round pick. Hmm. Um, does this confirm what uh, mostly I said last year? That- the Browns are just a mess and with the people on their team, they just could not exist as a team. Like, do you think the Browns are just done with everything and reboot again for like the fifth time in two years?
0: <laughs> All I heard was the Browns are done with everything. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they kind of are. I mean, you'd have to think, I mean, the most, the most, the most, uh, breaking news we've had out of Cleveland really in this offseason is that they redid their uniforms, which everybody else has done anyway. So, um, yeah, I, Honestly, nothing the Browns do moves the meter for me anymore just because it has been so lackluster and just not notable. So that, and, would,
1: mean, that would mean Jarvis Landry is their number one receiver again.
0: Uh, but you know what? In a very real way, isn't he because um, Odell is stunk? I'm just saying. True. I mean, True. You know, got to keep these things in perspective. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not – I I'll pay attention to the Browns when they can win eight games in the season. They win more than That's eight games. Fair. I'll start paying attention. They literally played in a division that was begging to be won last year. And they the were. only, the only team that sat stood up and said, hold my beer with the Ravens. And let's be honest here. The Ravens as good as they were and as up and coming as they were benefit from the fact that everyone else in their division was abysmal. That was a yes. huge reason that why they, they won so many games. So, you know, the future is bright, I think, for the Baltimore Ravens. But I, I I think, you know, you play in a bad division, you can be an average team. If you're in the NFC East, you can be a below average team like Philadelphia, you know, because of injuries and whatnot and still get there. So, yeah. All right. Question for you. OK, so the Patriots have a and I'm saying this while cinches on um, <laughs> the Patriots have an issue in that they have cut ties with Goskowski. They are for the first time since they drafted Steven Goskowski in two thousand six. So for the first time in fourteen wow. years, they wow. have an issue at kicker. Don't forget they drafted Goskowski when Vinatieri left. So it's not like they've they have been struggling here for a long right. time. A name has emerged in this year's draft. He's like the tenth best kicker on the board, but his name is automatically asking fo- is automatically causing folks to link him to the Patriots. Okay. His name is Chase Vinatieri, <laughs> and he is the really? nephew of the
1: best-smelling man in football, Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> All right, then they have to draft him. Do, do, but you're going to have to explain to people that how why you called him the best-smelling man. Again?
0: I've told this story like 100 times. <laughs> Seriously, I've told this story 100 times. I walked by Adam Vinatieri at a signing. I think it was probably right after they won the Super Bowl with him. It might have been their second Super Bowl. Cinch is saying he'll take him. He'll take a guy named Chase Minetieri. All right, great. That that works for Cinch. Um, I just happened to be standing in the way. My brother was there for a signing, and my brother got ticket luck number three, and they organized you by ticket number. So he's standing. And he hands me a camera, and he goes, "I want you to take a picture of me while I'm while he's signing my stuff. Get him in the photo." Okay. So I stood off to the side of the room with the camera ready, and I wasn't paying attention. All of a sudden, I hear, feel a hand on my shoulder. And a voice go, pardon me, Hoss. And so I step back and go, oh, excuse me. And it's Adam Vinatieri. And he walks right by me, smiles. He's like a foot away from me. And all I could catch was the smell of cologne. I don't know what he was wearing, but he was wearing a fair amount of it. And he smelled very nice. So that's why. And that, that <laughs> happens to me a lot. I'll tell you right now. That's how I met Dwight Gooden for the first time. Was Smelling his cologne? No, but I was standing oh. in his way. <laughs> I'm a big dude. I get people's way easily, apparently, because I was standing there and I was I was I was at the National for that one. I was at the National Sports Collector's Convention. I was standing by the back of a booth. I'm like, there's nobody here. It's a great place for me to go into my bag and get some stuff that I need. Blah blah. blah. I just had a regular carry bag and I was bent over and I was in there. And all of a sudden I felt, again, a hand on the small of my back. I'm like, who the hell is touching me? And (laughs) excuse me. And I said, oh, I'm very sorry. And I stepped out of the way. and I looked up and it was Dwight Gooden. He yeah. was coming out the back of the, um, the, uh, the, the curtain because he had just finished signing for Steiner Sports and just wanted to make a quick getaway. And he smiled and said, that's all right. And the funniest part is he claimed I, – I, I met him and worked with him at a sporting event about two years later. And he said, pleased to meet you when he met me. And I said, actually, we've met before at the National. And he was like, I remember you from the national. You didn't come get anything signed. I'm like, no, no, I was standing in your way. He goes, I remember you. I had asked you to move. And I'm like, okay, 90% of it's made up. I'm pretty sure he does not remember anything (laughs) about that. But uh, since says I should stop smelling wheat, men, it's just weird. You're not wrong. It was not an intentional act on my part. So, you know what? Kickers are a crapshoot. There has been only kicker I've ever known to come out of college who was a real prospect, who became a real player, was Sebastian Janikowski. That's it. And that was 20 years ago. So kickers, you just you do what you got to do. It's a lot easier to get a kicker to come in and try out for you than to worry about them in a draft. So if the, the Patriots want to use their last pick on them or they want to see about bringing them in for a workout, I'm fine with it. So, All right, on to other news and notes. Because I, okay. I got a page here. I keep looking down. It's because I have Rick a page a full page of, notes. of notes that I have not seen. I have a page full of notes. Craig has not typed. seen any of them. And, well, because I was listening to uh, Sirius XM, I was listening to the Fantasy Sports Channel, and uh, John Hansen the guru, was covering a lot of these. And by the way, I'm in a very uncomfortable chair, so if I shift a lot, I apologize. Um, <laughs> he was covering a lot of these things, so I, I kind of just like, ooh, that, that sounds like a good topic. The biggest news that's broken so far this week is that Christian McCaffrey signed an extension. Four years, $64 million, which makes him the highest paid running back ever. It beats the deal that Zeke fought and clawed for last year and sat out for. There's a lot of little nuances to this story. So first off was the whole thing that that Zeke held out. And Zeke held out and he got his deal. But here's a guy who didn't hold out, went out there and did his best and got the deal anyway. So that raises the question does sitting out even work anymore number two interesting stats that the the guru tossed out this morning christian mccaffrey has more receiving yards in his first three years than marvin harrison the hall of famer who played with who's that guy god damn thank (laughs) you always hits me um but I think Manning came in his third year. So, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't like, you know, prime time Manning. He had more receiving yards than Marvin Harrison did. He has more receptions in his first three years than DeAndre Hopkins had. That's shocking. Yeah, see that. Oh, that's that's lo- crazy.
1: You
0: know, that's that's uh, that's. Though that, You realize,
1: that, though, this is going to let us snowball into other running backs holding out. Is
0: it? Well, so there's the point number one. Is it gonna lead to more holdouts? You know who the next big name on the list that's coming off a rookie deal is because McCaffrey had one more year, I think, on his rookie deal. Maybe two. And they did this extension. What the hell mm-hmm. was that? That Mike did just pick that up.
1: Oh, that was Fiona, the cat. Yeah, she she went through a door. She oh. opened it.
0: it Sound like it sounded like somebody blew a raspberry at you. So I was like, what? The no, hell? no, no, no. It was the cat moving the door. <laughs> you're, you're teaching a cat how to make raspberries. Okay. Um. The next big name that's gonna be due in the running back ranks is Alvin Kamara.
1: Yes. And that's your buddy. So And Joe and Joe Mixon might hold out too now. Well,
0: Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon has nothing to hold out for. What? He's gonna hold
1: out and not get injured? He's gonna hold out because he knows he's the only running back they have. For a team that's notoriously cheap? For yes. the team that the
0: ownership that put Achilles Smith on a charter flight? To come out Yeah, of well the
1: apparently the more the more I'm reading since Taylor has been there. Makes me, get a drink. Uh, there you go. It seems like they're letting him do more, and Mike Brown is doing what everyone wanted him to do for the last twenty years and go not away. interfere as much.
0: They want him to go away.
1: So yes.
0: I I, I can't see Joel Mixon having successful holdout. My question is gonna
1: work, but
0: Well, does Alvin Kamara now hold out? Does
1: he think about it next year? This we're sitting I think he I think he thinks about it. But the thing is like since Ingram left, like he didn't have the same kind of year. Right. So so it's hard to tell. The next part of this story is that Alvin Camaro has already reacted to this
0: news. When the news broke, <laughs> he was playing Call of Duty on a streaming platform. I'm gonna assume it was Twitch. Yes. And his quote was. was wait, 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 pause, pause it. Pause it. I gotta read this. End quote. And then said that he doesn't worry about contracts, but he's extremely happy he because Christian Mc, he just plays football because and he's happy for McCaffrey because he works hard. The other person we gotta talk about with regards to this contract business is Derek Henry. They just franchise tagged him. Does no Mixon cinch, not Nixon? Nixon's dead. <laughs> As a classic word it. aside, by the way, before we came <laughs> into broadcast, my wife was watching the news. And they're 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 teasing an interview with um Sigfried Siegfried and Roy, right? I thought Roy was dead. Oh no no no! Tiger didn't kill him, maimed him, didn't kill him. So they're talking. So they show him talking to Siegfried and he's talking about the attack and the reporters. Oh yeah, oh, looking really faint interest. And then they cut to Roy, who is you know obviously he's wearing glass. He's wearing sunglasses. I'm presuming his eyesight is either damaged or it's just more comfortable with him maybe he's like sensitive something like that he's sitting there and I went holy crap I thought he was dead and my <laughs> wife goes well if he's dead he looks pretty good for a dead guy I'm like they dug up Roy to hold an interview I was like I was in shock I was like oh my god I honestly did not know no
1: no he's he's still alive I thought he
0: had perished in the uh,
1: the tiger attack no nope, no, so. the tiger just moved him off stage
0: so so, so we don't think Kamara will hold out, but I also don't think New Orleans is going to play hardball with him. New Orleans is going to have to do some creative bookkeeping because they're going to have Michael Thomas. Although if Drew Brees retires, that will open things up, and supposedly uh, they think Drew Brees is going to play one more year. But Derrick Henry, you, you got to figure something out during this year,
1: right? You can't, you can't let him go into free agency next year. <clears throat> you can't. Not if the Titans want to continue being the team they had last year? No. So the here's the
0: question part of that game, that team. Here's my question. Does it matter what the, the, the Titans do this year? Let's assume a 16 game schedule is a negotiation okay. different. If they win six or 12, if they I win six so. games this year, if they go six and uh, six and 10, are they itching to keep Derrick Henry and vice I versa? That, if depends, they go...
1: that depends on Derrick Henry's stats at the end of the year. Like Tell if he rushes he don't win though. If, yeah. But I if mean, he rushes for 800 yards and two touchdowns compared to 1800 yards and, and 12 touchdowns, touchdowns. Yeah. I think it's going to make a difference.
0: So. I agree. <laughs> I have to agree. Um, I think that I, I don't think, I don't think, I think Derek Henry has a potential to sit out next year. I don't think Kamara sits out next year. And then of course the final question when it comes to Christian McCaffrey is the fantasy question. Is this going to hurt his fantasy value? <laughs> There is a widespread um, – and I apologize. I know I'm touching my face and I shouldn't be. This is the stuff I normally get away with on the podcast. <laughs> I can scratch my nose. I can move my hair out of the way, You know, which is way too long, by the way. I've got to get a haircut. For the love of God, COVID-19, go just, away just so I can get a haircut. Just shave,
1: just shave your head. No. Just shave your head. Why? I don't know. Well, it's easier. Your hair will be cut shorter.
0: I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. Um. I just lost my train of thought. Where were we? Christian McCaffrey. Oh, fantasy value. Yeah, fantasy. So there's a wide, wide-held belief that guys on big contracts tend to take it a little bit easier. They don't perform as well after they sign the big contract. Zeke definitely didn't have the year we thought he would have last year. He wasn't bad, but he definitely didn't have the year we expected, you and I in particular. Um, and I, it's funny because, again, I was listening to The Guru this morning. Joe Dolan, who works for uh, The Guru and I think for ESPN. Was saying he doesn't want to hear it. Every time somebody signs a big deal on uh, Twitter blows up, oh, you got to downgrade Zeke Elliott now because he signed a big deal. All right. He doesn't want to hear it. Do we downgrade Christian McCaffrey? Is he not the number one running back off the board right now? I it still depends. think he is.
1: It depends who his quarterback is. Who his starting quarterback does. is.
0: I don't think it does.
1: I, really I think it would, it. especially with his receiving yards.
0: But any guy they're going to draft or pick up, or a guy they already have, I mean, it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, and Teddy Bridgewater can dump off passes like crazy. I yeah, have no, true. I don't think, I, I don't think his production has is is in is in jeopardy at all. I don't, I don't see McCaffrey's production now. They are saying they want to cut down his amount of snaps. He played. Are you ready for this? I wrote this down.
1: 91% of the snaps last year. Yeah. That's a lot for running back. They're talking but about he values. His, his longevity in the NFL. He needs to shorten that. And that's not touches, but still that's wear and tear. That's still, the time you're out there. That's still. The, yeah. It's still 91% of the time of you getting hit. Right. Whether you have the ball or not.
0: So I'm going to guess they're going to cut his time to about 70%, which is what the coach has been saying. But I still think he's probably the number one running back off the board. All right. Like, I'll play okay. devil's advocate for you though. All right. They draft me to be his quarterback.
1: How far does he drop? Maybe well, no, not not far. Like he maybe can't. one spot. Right. I mean the
0: most. So who's the number one if it's not him? If tomorrow he decides to retire, which obviously isn't going to happen, and I can't straighten my shirt because everything's backwards. <laughs> um, if he decides to retire tomorrow, uh, who's number one? Do you put Derrick Henry at
1: one? I'd like to see more than one year out of Derrick Henry. Me too. And then Zeke has a new contract, but he wasn't that great last year. And that's another thing. We got to talk about the Prescott. If you're in a league that's PPR, then he's then, yeah, he's still the number one running back. Regardless. Regardless. If he's not, if you're not in a PPR league, then it's there's to be Right. Agreed. So let's talk about Dak and Zeke. Oh, dear. So, oh, they got
0: chided because uh, Dak had a birthday party. Which he's yeah. now claiming was a not a birthday party, but a dinner party, Either and way. had ten or fewer guests in
1: the. I thought it was thirty. It's not. Wasn't thirty.
0: Thirty was what was reported, and Dak has said that would be um, fake news. I don't believe that, but the vice president of stuff at the Cowboys, <laughs> who just happens to be Jerry <laughs> Jones's son, <thinks> gave <laughs> him a good talking to. And um, now all of a sudden, Dak has decided he's not going to take part in the virtual OTAs.
1: Yeah, Dak. So if you read, if you read what Jerry Jones uh, said to the players of Jerry Jones's Cowboys that were at this party. Mm-hmm. That was—I guarantee—I'll put money on the fact that that interview he gave and said what he told them was the G version of what he said to them over the phone. Oh no question, no question. That was I, a, I wouldn't a be Least
0: conversation on the phone. I, I'm not going to go. I, I won't go so far as to say he used inexcusable language, but I wouldn't no, be but surprised. He used, he used
1: adult language.
0: <laughs> he used adult language. That's the term <laughs> I'm looking for. There you go.
1: Because if Jerry Jones is paying you to be on Jerry Jones's Cowboys and you do that, you're putting Jerry Jones's Cowboys at risk of winning and their health.
0: And that's all that matters. So I agree. I agree. This is this is as much about the fact that he was chided for actually living his life as it is for his um, his contract situation. Uh, I the, the guru said this morning that he's a guy who can win you a Super Bowl, but he's a guy with a lot of blemishes. And I agree. I agree. He's a guy who could win you a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer is a guy who won you a Super Bowl. So, that's not saying a whole ton. Um, but yeah. Am I getting this? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting it right. Yay! There you go. You know what it is? Every time I bring this arm up and bring it back down, my collar the shifts. Yeah. Yes. My <laughs> collar shifts. Uh, do it again. God damn it. This hey, truck. remember oh, Joe,
1: remember Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl win. And no team right now.
0: He's still nope. sitting on our dynasty roster, by the way. I hope we cut should him. take
1: him. We should take
0: a look at that. Both him and Blake Bortles are still on our dynasty rosters. No, cuz we're keeping Blake Bortles.
1: Was, I don't know where he's going. It doesn't matter.
0: He's, he's not on the Rams anymore. He signed a one-year deal on the Rams, but he called the Rams. They just put him on hold for
1: six hours. Did you see, actually, speaking of the Cowboys and the Rams, did you see who's no longer a Ram? Besides Todd Gurley? Uh, their kicker, Mr. Zerline. Yes. He's a cowboy. Three year a... contract. Yeah. Greg
0: DeLeg is down in Dallas. Nice dome. Don't have to worry about the outside again. It'll suit him. It'll suit him well. Oh, Ty, Kathy. This stuff is dangerous.
1: It dangerous. Is. I'm going to open my other surprise beer, but this one I've actually had before. Holy crap. That's my mother in law, Kathy. Hi, lie. lie. I've had that. You know what? I still miss high lie. I do, too. That is all.
0: <laughs> I do, too. Um, I'm a little intimidated right now because my mother-in-law is on the stream. Oh, no. No more adult language. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're a half hour in. If you don't know by now, this is an unfiltered podcast. Then and...
1: This is. This is rated explicit on iTunes.
0: Yeah. So just so you know about the high beer that you're pouring into that glass right now, which we can't see. Gorgeous pour. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. Look at all that foam. No, Jesus,
1: Craig. I'm trying to not spill it. <laughs> I need to get a chair
0: and set up an office studio. That's what I, <laughs> I've done. This is in the office studio. Um, oh, so Cigar City Brewing, which is where I was going with this, yes. supposedly was way better before they started like producing enough to distribute to the northern states. Really? Yeah. Oh, my mother-in-law says go were, for it. She doesn't care what we say. They're great, Mom. Oh. <laughs> They're in Florida which is why there's a highlight beer because highlight's that huge makes in Florida. Sense. Yeah. I still. think Miami is still the, I think Miami Dade is the last one on the East coast. I could be wrong about that. That's so sad. We used to that have so three sad. for those who are not in Connecticut. We had three highlight Fontons. Hartford was year round. Yeah. Bridgeport was half the year. I got to do, I got to do sideways there and Milford was half the year. And then Bridgeport closed and became a dog track and Milford became year round. And now all three of them are extinct. Sad. There's a Lowe's where the uh, Milford one. Actually, that reminds me. I have to go to Lowe's. Yes. Right off exit 40 of 95, it's where the Lowe's is now. Wow. My wife wants to know where the weekend beer run's going to be. I don't know. Call Turnpike and tell them to give you two mystery beers. Sweetie, I'm doing a podcast about football and (laughs) beer. I don't know where we're going to pick up beer. You have (laughs) Hefenweizen in the fridge. Go drink your Hefenweizen. Go. Go. (laughs) And have a Henry's farm if you want a beer, by all means, my dear. So we'll figure it out. Wherever you want to go. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the typical man answer. Wherever you want, sweetie. And for those of you who are listening to us on the podcast end, because Craig is recording to put this up, we're responding a lot to the comments this week. So this might not be the best format to record and put up on the podcast, but we're gonna do what we're gonna do. All right, more news. Let's get back to business here. Let's talk about Jerry Jones. <laughs> my wife says, but the beer selection is related to the podcast. <laughs> That's a fair point. So the easy answer is I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer to your question. Ask me something about the Cowboys. I can answer, but I, I, I can't answer that. So Jerry Jones, yes. Jerry Jones has been tagged to be on the president's council regarding reopening of the country. My question to you is Craig, and I wrote this one out in advance, so I would not screw it up. So I'm looking down is because I'm reading. Okay. Can Jerry, can Jerry Jones put aside Jerry Jones's need to get Jerry Jones's cowboy on the field owned by Jerry Jones. In order to help regular Americans who Jerry Jones needs to fill Jerry Jones' stadium and watch Jerry Jones' Cowboys. Would you like to hear that without all the Jerry Jones references so you can actually answer it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can shorten it a little bit. Can he put aside his personal need to get the team on the field to make money in order to give the best recommendations for how to get our country back
1: after this whole virus thing subsides? Um, I would think so, only because... Only because Jerry Jones needs fans in his stadium buying tickets and food to make money. But they're going to come regardless.
0: That's what I mean. I mean, he could sit there and do something terrible and the fans are still going to buy tickets because the Cowboys are America's team. I don't see that being a factor. I see what's going on in his head is what's the fastest way I can get everyone into the stadium. That's what's going to affect my bottom line. And that's what I worry yeah, really. about is he's going to sit there and go, we can open tomorrow. I can could, I could open tomorrow. Let's have a party at the stadium. I'll host. I'm only going to charge a million dollars <laughs> in rent, but we'll host at Jerry Jones' <laughs> stadium. You know, I, that's my concern. Can he be impartial enough and think about the greater good and the larger picture uh-huh. long enough to hmm. sit there and say, I don't know if opening right away is a good idea?
1: I would hope so, because especially after the thing with Dak and Zeke. I would yeah. hope so too. That it, it really concerned about his players' health too. He's clearly not. No. Has Jerry Jones ever been concerned about his players' health? Let's be honest for a second. If it means him winning, yes. Yeah, it's all about the money. If half, if his offensive line all has COVID-19, he's not going to win anything.
0: So a quick two-second aside too. I know we've had a lot of side on this one, but that's okay. It's the freaking off-season, folks. Uh, my mother-in-law is on the uh, the broadcast stream, uh, and she's promised me stuffed peppers for Friday, Craig. She makes Ooh. fantastic stuffed peppers. I'm very excited. So just saying, Mom, thank you for that in advance. All right, let's uh, more news. Sure. More news out of Houston, and the news <laughs> is not good. The only good news that could come out of Houston is that Bill O'Brien has been shot into the sun. <laughs> not fired. Not run out of town. He Needs to be <laughs> launched in a missile. And I'm when I say launched, into a missile, I mean 1950 is launched into a missile. I want to see him tied with rope to the side of a projectile that goes into the sun to get Houston back on track. The latest is that Aaron Wilson from the Athletic says he's still not happy with the receiving core. He wants to release Kiki Kuti, and he wants to trade Kenny Stills. Release Kiki Kuti? Really?
1: Thoughts. I, uh, Bill O'Brien, Texans are this year's Browns. Like they're a mess. Yeah. And like no one knows what's going on. Bill O'Brien oh. thinks he does. He thinks he knows. Thinks he he that's the problem. That yeah. trade, like the trade he made, like no one on earth, well, anyone anyone on earth that follows football, I should say, thought that was a good trade. Anyone but him. That whiskey's still burning me. Um, and just so you know too, David Johnson today just officially passed his physical.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> you brought up the you brought up he who shall not be named. So Hey, we were right, man. Never we, to let anyone forget <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm looking today. I see an article on uh, CBS Sports and yeah. it's entitled Seven Studs Who Were Great in the First Half of Last Year That You've Already Forgotten You Need to Draft in Twenty Twenty. And number three on the list was – number three was David Johnson. And the argument was this. Okay. While while not stellar, he did average 50 yards a game and have two touchdowns in the first seven games. Really? 50 (laughs) yards a game and two touchdowns in seven games is a stud? If that's a stud – (laughs) <laughs> then slap a helmet on Craig. He's a I'll fucking all pro. <laughs> I'm like, are you people, kidding me? People get paid to write this? And we do this for free? That, do the math. Do the math. He plays the entire season at that production level. Okay, yeah, that's 16 games. At 50 yards a game, that's 800 yards. Yes. And roughly, like, six touchdowns, and that's being generous. Probably, like, five, five and a half, technically. Would you describe any running back who plays a full season at 800 yards and five touchdowns as a stud?
1: Um, Only if they were a fullback. <laughs> then maybe. Yeah,
0: as a fullback, that's yeah. It.
1: Those are Peyton Hillis fullback, numbers, amazing folks. numbers. <laughs> Those are Peyton Hillis numbers. But, the, <laughs> no. I'm sitting there, I'm reading this article, and I'm like. Am I, maybe am- they were drunk. I mean, they're working from home. There was that article in New York. That article in New York Post that 38% of the people who work from home are drinking, which is clearly a lie. Those other people lied and said they it's, weren't when they were. It's higher than that. Yes. It's much I'm higher. I'm not. I, uh, let's. I'm not. I'll be honest. I don't drink
0: until after I punch out. But if I did, who the hell would know? No. Who the hell would know? I don't. I don't but, want any of my employers because some, some of my folks <laughs> in my agency do subscribe to this stuff on Facebook. I don't want. To, oh, since just called us DJ no, haters.
1: We are not DJ haters. No, we are I DJ will.
0: Truthers. I will. I will. You know, truthers. <laughs> I want to see his birth certificate. <sighs> um, you know what? I will. I will own. I will own being a DJ hater till the day I die. Because you know what? Everything he's done has proved me right. And you know it's what a true. hater is. When he's right, he's factual. It's true. Good for you. Did you point the other way first? I did. Habit. Just so you guys know, we do this kind of stuff in the studio all the time. Craig will sit there and go, hmm, while I'm talking about something. And I'll, you know, most of the time I'm making some sort of signal that I need to go to the bathroom. Which I'm trying desperately to avoid in this episode. Because (laughs) normally I just let Craig talk for five minutes. So, Craig, what do you think about such and such? I flip up the the mic which puts it on mute i run to the bathroom can't do that when i'm live on
1: video so no i i, I no Houston, and We will never let that will never let that person on twitter forget that they were wrong about dj either. oh they've blocked us they've
0: blocked I us i know but it doesn't matter it
1: doesn't i'm matter. fine with
0: it i don't think i i don't think kenny stills has the trade value they hope he does and i think kiki kuti if you cut him would end up on a practice squad with a shot at making a roster really quick as hurt as he's been, as disappointing as he's been, you cannot release Kiki Kuti. We should have an ESPN first take show. We don't argue enough to have an ESPN first take show. Since just said that yes. in the chat. Yet. Yet. You know what? That's funny. Let's let's go there for a second. So <laughs> says you should have an ESPN first take show. When we started this podcast, which is now coming up on its third full year of completed, will be three full years at the end of June. Our buddy Keith, who has appeared once, I'd love once. to get him back. I'd love to get him back, particularly if we can do this, uh, this and once Sean, in a while. He doesn't exist. And
1: you'll notice Sean is not on the chat list.
0: Uh, At all. Yeah. Um Yeah. where's I going with this? My wife just texted three. me about going to Tribus and I just got Oh three, three years. years. One of the things that Keith said to me is how long before you guys end up like Mike and the Mad Dog? <laughs> Where you can't even talk to each other and one of you just gets the hell out. And I went, we won't get to that point because Craig and I agree on too much of what goes on in football. We do.
1: And then we and, argued too much in high school. So oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, we're much more mellow than we were in high school.
1: Much more mellow. <laughs> Which, to that point,
0: enough with the asking for for uh, high school yearbook pictures on Facebook. Oh, yeah. What is, that, hat? what is that all about? People are feeling bad because there's a definite effect on everything that's going on on the class of 2020. I remember what year we're in. I have only had the one beer, and I still have to remember what year we're in. It's 8%. Um, it was 8%. My God, it tasted like 10. So <laughs> we have to – so people are like, oh, in support of that, let me show you the picture. And I think that's fantastic. I'm not giving you – you want to know what my high school picture looked like? <laughs> I'll show you. Just imagine darker hair. That's it. I I look exactly the wow. same,
1: only fatter and older. That's it. I pretty much do, too, except I have more gray hair. I mean, I had How gray is that hair possible? In high school.
0: You had gray hair they met you. You were 14 <laughs> and you had gray hair. That's not a lie, I folks. Did. That's not an exaggeration. Craig has been crazy That's when since I he was 14. When it started.
1: It started in a patch right here. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right, What is this Uh All right, Cinch says he should get his old ESPN show and says we're old. I mean, he,
1: dude, hey, we can make a, a Sinch a show. You're cut off. since show. A Cinch show. It's the Cinch show. The
0: entirely Cinch production network can be what the new ESPN stands for. <laughs> That's fine. All right. What else I got on my list? Oh, you know what? I want it because believe it or not, we're over forty minutes into yeah. this. Nice. So, um, all right. So let me jump. Let me jump to the prop bets because I wanted okay. to talk to you about this. William Hill, who is uh, a British, I believe. Um, a casino loves to take prop bets. They must make a ton of money. off of Guys. Well, but I mean, guys must wander in and go, I hey, might, I'm drunk as fuck. I need to bet on something. Let me get that American football. They must, because they put a Probably. lot of American football. I can't imagine. And that's a terrible, I apologize to the entire country of England for that bad impression, <laughs> but they love to do the prop bets. So with the NFL draft on the prop bet, uh, you know, horizon and cinch. If you're still in the chat, feel free to toss in your calls here too. They put out a bunch of them. So I'm just going to do, I, I picked five that I really find interesting. They're all over unders. The first one is Jordan love the quarterback from that place. <laughs> Utah, Utah state. Sorry guys. I'm getting old
1: from Utah. State. There's a lot of college. There's a lot of college teams. And I don't remember most. I'm in a I'm in a college fantasy league, and there's a lot of teams, so it's hard to keep track of. So Jordan Love from Utah State, does he go before or after pick
0: sixteen and a half? Now before you answer, we just talked about the beginning of the show. The Bengals, if they traded down, would get him, and that's pick eighteen. Jordan Love before or after pick sixteen and a half? While I open another beer. Um. After the bag, by the way, Only it
1: is a nice bag. It's a great bag. Go on. 16 um, and a half. I would, I would say after, because there's not a lot of teams that have a need at quarterback. Yeah. Because like Cam Newton doesn't have a job. So, you know, since says goes since says he goes before you're saying after I'm saying after, what did I say? I'm, I'm saying like, I'm saying like the Packers draft him. I have him at after. I have him going at pick 19 to the Raiders,
0: but I wrote that down before the rumors of this. Well, it works either way, but I, I have him as after I, I, I think the, the Raiders are looking at a quarterback and I think pick 19 works. My second beer tonight, by the way, will be a road to ruin by two roads. Good. Good go to. Yeah. go It's what's in the fridge. Um, Honestly, cause I, I, just, I need to make a beer run and my wife is right. We should do someplace. That's not two roads this time. Not because I don't love two roads but just because I've been there twice in the last two weeks. <laughs> All right, next one. C.J. Henderson, yes. the cornerback from Florida. Before or after, pick 17.5. It's a cornerback-heavy draft. He's probably before. the second-best
1: cornerback. Before. Before. Why? Why? Because, well, just like what you just said, it's a very defensive-heavy draft. Um, you know, a team, like, just say hypothetically, like teams like Miami, they – They have a lot of picks and they can build, if they keep those picks, they Mm. can really build for the future with this this draft. Mm. Interesting. And they need, they have like a team like that they need help everywhere.
0: Interesting. Cinch has not responded to that one. So we'll come back to it. Um, And I'm going to admit right now, I'm going to fail. I need to run to the bathroom. Um, So I'm going to give you this next one because you're going to have some time to talk about it. And I'm going to take myself off camera. Um, (laughs) Okay total cornerbacks oh, Cinch says before he says before I have him as I have him as before too. I'm going to Denver at pick 15. So we're all on the same page there. Okay. Total cornerbacks. Take in the first round. Total corner corner like corner store, right? Cornerbacks, That's defensive total cornerbacks in the first round over or under four and a half. Dis- over or under
1: four and a half. Um Give me one second. Let me just look at the draft list really quick. Hold on. Because I don't know everyone's name, even though I do play college fantasy football. Because there's a lot of people that play college football. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say over. Over only because this is a very, like I just mentioned before, this is a very defensive-heavy draft. Uh, And since you're using me. So therefore I'm right. So so there. So Brit's probably gonna say under. Now the question is what's the under over of Brit not agreeing with me? Probably sixty percent? Sixty percent. yeah, but if you don't if you don't follow college football, it seems to come in waves where hey he's back. He's back, but now I'm on the um, wrong side.
0: What the hell did I just do? There he is, okay. There we go. All right, so I heard everything, but obviously I viewed everything. Uh, I have under. See? Told you. And and you had the over, and Cinch has the over. I have under. Here's who I have. I have Jeff Okuda going early. Then I have CJ Henderson, Jeff Gladney, and Christian Fulton. So that's four guys. Can you play bathroom noises while he's gone? We'll look into that. (laughs) It's a lot easier to do. It's a lot easier to do that when... We're on the podcast because I can just signal the crank. And then he just goes for five minutes and people just think I'm being quiet for a change. So now no, my secret's out. Now every time I go to the bathroom, I'm going to go to the no. bathroom. No. Or, I just,
1: or I just hit pause on the recording.
0: Or we just hit pause on the recording. Either way it works. <laughs> so, um, all right. So uh, we do disagree on that one. I think, I think cornerbacks are very deep in this draft, but I think there's some of them that are going to slip to the second round. Total wide receivers in the first round. Because wideouts are deep, too. Over, under,
1: five and a half. Go. Uh, under. I think it's going to be more in the second round. Um, okay. You'll see receivers from, like, LSU and Alabama go. Yeah. But maybe Clemson. I'm not sure who, how many people are coming out from Clemson. But it's, I'm. I think that's going to be more of a second round thing.
0: So I have the under two. I have five, and the over-under is five and a half. Look, there we go, five. That's five. Okay, I've got Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, C.D. Lamb. Those are the three that are absolutely going in the first round. No question in my mind those three are going in the first round un- under any format. Then I've got Justin Jefferson and Jalen Rieger. That's it. That's five names. This is a pass-happy draft, folks. There is a ton of defensive rushing, <clears throat> cornerbacks, and wideouts. You thought this was a pass-happy league already? So, Cinch agrees with me. He says five in the first round. He may not agree on the names, but he agrees on the number. All right, I got one more. And this one All is right. shocking to me. Okay. Shocking. Total number of running backs drafted in the first round over under 0.5 over
1: two is my two number why um same thing there's not a lot of big running backs or compared to defensive players there's not a lot of high ranking running well there's not gonna be a lot of teams that need running backs Mm -hmm. in the first round there's gonna be a couple so that's why
0: cinch says under he says zero running backs in the first round nah I I, it's possible. I'm going to go, I am going to go over because I got two names on my list and they are Deandre Swift and Jonathan Taylor. Both are exceptional running backs. Either one could go in the first round and the draft is unpredictable. Would I be shocked if I'm wrong? No, I would not be shocked if I'm wrong. I would not be shocked at all, but I think I'm right. I think I'm right. I'll be
1: shocked. If there's, I will be shocked if there's head coaches that know their email passwords and get into the draft. So.
0: Oh, we're not going to go over that again.
1: <laughs> it's
0: it's 2020, folks. You are a professional <laughs> in the National Football League. Your standard sideline equipment is a Surface tablet. You have to Brit know how one. to use it. It's right here. Do you want to see it? It's behind It's behind the computer I'm using now. This is my desk during the week. Don't, 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 you ever notice my KC shirt, by the way? I did. Oh, thank
1: you. Thank
0: Very you. nice. All right. So one more topic and then final thoughts. Uh, yeah. Running backs are overrated. Cinch has a, somewhat of a point in the draft. They usually are. But would you,
1: would Cinch be mad if the Patriots drafted a running back?
0: Oh, Oh, we need him on for that. We can't toss that at him in chat. <laughs> That's not <laughs> fair. We need him on to answer a question of that magnitude. So we're going to move on. All right. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay. So Brian Schottenheimer says he feels good about both Rashad Penny and Chris Carson coming back. Remember Chris Carson? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Carson. Oh, since said yes, he'd be fine with a running back in the first round. He put that in all (laughs) caps too, for those of you who can't see it. Do you feel confident in bringing both Penny and Carson back? Can Seattle work with a two-headed monster? And does it affect
1: their fantasy value? They have to, uh, just because they've had so many injury problems. Then they had to rely on Russell Wilson passing and throwing. Mm -hmm. So I think they do need both of them there. Carson was fantastic. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I will saying they do need a running – unless they draft someone that's um, starting, you know, a workhorse running back, they need both of them.
0: Carson was fantastic to start
1: the season. Yes, I would, Cinch.
0: OK, so the question for those of you who are just on the podcast, would Craig be mad if the Bengals drafted defense with the first pick? And if Craig they drafted said, yes, Chase
1: young. I would not be very thrilled. Really? He's an amazing. He's an amazing player, but they need a quarterback.
0: I got to ponder that possibility. I can't answer that on the air. I got I got to ponder that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know kind of Chase Young feels like a better perfect, but without the uh, suspension possibility. So I don't know. <laughs> all right, anyway, so um, Carson was really good the first couple of games of last year. And then just as Penny was starting to warm up is when Carson got hurt. And then, of course, Penny got hurt and it all went to crap. Yes. If Russell Wilson and both of them can stay healthy all year long, Seattle could be a real powerhouse and a real problem
1: for a lot of folks they could easily win their division the nfc
0: west folks is not a lock i know the rams Mm. feel like people feel like the rams have it under control arizona's getting better they They are getting better they got better with that trade with the houston texans texans didn't but they did and uh seattle is very good with a very experienced coach and now I feel like the guy from Police Academy who says very, very every <laughs> time. A very, very good team with a very, very good coach. Uh, the NFC West has the potential to be a shootout. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I, can you trust either one in fantasy and which one would you trust and when?
1: Uh, I know it's early to talk about our rankings. but I would trust, I would trust Chris Carson if I had to pick the two. Over Penny. So let's say, seventh
0: round, you're sitting there and they're both on the board. You would take Carson.
1: Yes. I think I
0: would go. Provided, like,
1: he's not, there's no injury report anywhere.
0: I think in the same situation, I'd go Penny. I just don't.
1: Uh, Either either way, you'd have 50 50 of being right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we get to final thoughts, since checked in, he's drinking Johnny Walker black or blue. He can't remember if you're drinking that and you don't remember which one you're drinking because there's a significant difference between black and blue. Then um, you're probably drinking too much. of it. So sell down. Where's Red's things... fall in that category? Red's the lowest level. I know my Johnny Walker. <laughs> I know my Johnny Walker. Uh, Johnny Red is 10 year scotch. Black is 12 green then gold or i think it's gold then green then blue blue is the top level of their stuff in general retail sales they'll put out blends that are better than blue on occasion but blue is like the expensive expensive stuff for them so um yeah we did a a bachelor party for sean and someone donated a bottle of johnny walker blue and as i was selling the raffle tickets all people were like johnny walker blues in this raffle right I can win the blue. Yes, you can win the blue. And the worst part was (laughs) the guy who won the blue doesn't drink and traded it for, I think, I think it was a signed picture of Lou Gehrig or something. I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) they were both worth like $200. It was was a random Met. I don't even know who it was. (laughs) And he was so excited. He was like, look, I got rid of alcohol and I got this great picture. He's drinking black. Black makes more sense. Black is uh, my Johnny Walker of choice. It's 12 year old. It's smooth. Um, our buddy Ishmael Rivera, who's better known as junior, um, is, is a big fan of the black. So on more than one occasion, I have started out an evening with our friend junior and he's like, do a shot of black with me. And the rest is fuzzy. So (laughs) let's move on to final thoughts. Craig, what's your final thought for this week?
1: Final thought for this week. Uh, this was fun to do. We weren't sure how this was going to work. We both stay connected. uh... Yes. Which did not happen during the trial run, let me tell you. No, the trial run, things broke. Yes. In case anyone was wondering, things just it, stopped.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we are extremely happy to be able to do this once in a while. Um, what I would ask is if you're watching this at home and it's after the fact, where you're watching the recording version of this, my final thought would be, Let's do this again. Let's try to do this like once a month instead of a a normal episode. We'll do this and see how it goes. Bring questions, folks. Those of you who are tuning in to see how it goes and see what we're talking about, bring us a fantasy football question. I get the feeling there was – I can't see the exact number. I can see how many people are online at any given time, but I can't see a total number of people watching. I know a lot of you kind of just checked in. We're like, oh, look, it's Britt and Craig. All right. Bring us some questions. We'd like to hear your questions. Christy wants us to do yeah. it again. Christy, you don't even watch All right, football. We'll do it again. Why? She's just having a good time <laughs> laughing at us. She really yes. is. She's just having a good she time is. laughing at us. But we appreciate your support. My wife, or a, person, Thank you. a person who hates football as much as she does, is supporting our podcast and always has. Where's, where's our producer, Craig? Uh, she's wrangling the cats. I can't falter for that. That's a full time <laughs> job. So, uh, we will be back on the podcast end next week uh, for episode number one forty one. Cinch says, "Are you guys tired of me beating you in fantasy football?" Well, seeing as I can talk and Cinch can't, I'll I'll respond to that. <laughs> um, did Cinch Cinch win? win this year? Yes, no. this year he won. He won this year. Who won the year before? I don't think it was Cinch. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Cinch this year. I think Cinch won in twenty eighteen. Hmm. I think 2019 was Adam, Hmm. was the source. The source won in 2019. 2018 (laughs) was Cinch. But 2017 might have been... Oh, I'm pointing the wrong way. Craig? (laughs) Me? There you go. 2016, who was in the championship? Oh, that's... This is Craig... (laughs) 2015 seems like an awful long time ago, but I know somebody on this podcast was in that championship. So, uh, no cinch. You've got a lot more attempts to beat us before we're sick of you. Beating we'll see us. you in
1: Sturgis. We'll see you in Sturgis.
0: <laughs> My God, I missed that. I miss that so much. That's a too. deep cut. That's a deep cut. We'll explain that sometime, but not tonight because we're going to sign off. As always, if you're hearing us on the podcast, please leave us a review. That was ancient history. Five years ago was ancient history.
1: Oh, I so mean... I guess all the Patriot wins were ancient history too. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh man. We are going to sign off before my phone starts ringing. Leave, <laughs> us a, leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Player FM, Apple Podcasts. I can't do this while looking at him. Laugh stitcher. Any of the places you listen to us, please leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback. Reach out to us on Facebook at this location if you're watching us on Facebook Live, the Football Fig Nuts on Facebook, or on Twitter at FigNutsDFS. Until next week, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.